Now is the time, a time you'll look back on, a time you'll adopt as inspiration. You'll recollect this time, this moment, right now. Motivate yourself towards success. Overcome, take over. The time is now. Should we get him in? Should we get him in since he's t- t- bothered to turn off? Crafty Holy. Hey, That's it. Holy. You said it as well, Daz, didn't you? Just before we went, you were like, not sure he's going to make it. It might well pop on. Here uh, he is. As, and I as said, a... when I hope he turns up, because he turns up, he'll be drunk. Lovely. <laughs> I am off cut like, yeah. Get him. I've got some Lovely. bad luck to do. Oh, I I have some water to drink as well to get get me through the the uh, the, re- the review part of it anyway. Right, how is everyone? First of all, cloud nine, cloud nine, good, 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 good. Hope everyone in the chat is good as well. Um, another another victory. <sighs> Just saying to Pete, kind of getting sick of them now, aren't we? <laughs> no. bring, bring on two more this week uh, that's all I yeah. say um, right let us get straight into it um, we won't waste any time we'll get straight into it bring you through the games and blow by blow first up let's go actually go to the team the team sheet um, no major surprises I guess the, the big one was uh, who was going to replace J7 and that answer was Jacob Murphy any surprises there that's I don't think for either me or Chris. <laughs> we called it, didn't we, Pete? We called yeah. it. We said on away days, we said, uh, we said we thought Murphy, Murphy would come in. We both said we'd love Maxi to start, but we thought, we did thought that, um, think, sorry, that, um, that, that Murphy would come in. So, yeah, no, no surprises. No, no. Good, good. Uh, and yeah, with the, with the Southampton t- uh, team as a lineup. And well, you know, it was there's there's uh, Theo Walcott, and it was nice that he that Theo Walcott uh, took the field today because Gareth Southgate was on in the in the audience, and I'm sure that's where he, who he came to see because Walcott is definitely getting into that World Cup squad. It's happened before; <laughs> it could happen again. Uh, you know, you're in trouble then. But uh, the young the young Theo Walcott, uh, yeah, 33 years old, haven't seen him play for a while. And what did you say, Pete? In the chat, yeah, I was like, literally, I, I messaged you guys in the chat, and I was like, I'm sure he's retired. <laughs> I didn't even I know he was fun. still there. And you know what made me laugh even more so is that I clicked on the that team, that exact team sheet that you that you've just put up, guys. That was obviously tweeted out by the club Southampton, and um, uh, I'll always look for the comments underneath, and all the comments <laughs> will say, "What." What, like, what <laughs> why the hell is Walcott starting? And that just filled me with a lot of confidence going into this game, it did. 
What's he doing bringing on Walcott so early? Uh, yeah, uh, that all old chestnut. Yeah, right. Let us get into the game um, as the, the the lads took to the pitch. Uh, thanks, Jordan, for that lovely pick, by the way. Um, right. Uh, first five minutes, Newcastle were on top. Uh, Gavin Mazuma uh, had a lot of uh, the ball at his feet for the first uh, opening few minutes as well. Uh, on the eighth minute, Pope drops drops the ball from the throw, and I was thinking, oh, is it going to be one of those days? And the ninth minute, just a minute after that, uh, a save from Popey. Um, it was a kind of a very scrappy opening 25 minutes or so, uh, I thought. Um, and jump in here, lads, at any any point as we go along. 23 minutes. Um, Miggy to Wilson to Longstaff. Well, Longstaff probably should have finished there, uh, that, that ball in, into the box. He was offside anyway, but uh, he should, should have finished that. Then on the 24th um, mess, there was uh, a few cries in your house, Pete, for a handball, I think, but it wasn't given. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And uh, me and Daz are just talking off air. And um, it was me and my little boy. He's only four. We watched, uh, I say we were watching the game. I was watching the game while he was playing. But every time I reacted to something, he would just come and sit next to me and say exactly the same thing. So when that, so when that happened in our mirror, I knocked the ball back. I was like, "It's a pen! It's a pen!" And my little boys next to me going, "Look at the screen! It's a pen, Daddy! It's a pen!" <laughs> he had no idea what he was all about, but he was he was loving it that I was so like kind of focused on the game. Bless him. But yeah, I, to be fair, I did think it was a pen when I first seen it initially. But yeah, then when you same. watch the replays, you kind of think, mm, you know, would you would you be annoyed if that was given against you? And yeah. I would be. I would, I'd be seething if that was. So I did kind of understand why it wasn't, um, why nothing more was kind of given to that. Cool. We'll move on from there. Um, uh, good passing, as always, from Bruno. Trippier putting in a few balls into the box as well. On the 34th minute, though, as I get where I need to be here on screen. Uh, 34th minute. Um, Link-up play between Longstaff and Wilson. Uh, Miggy, man of the moment, uh, takes a round of softly in an unorthodox style, but it it, it it worked. And he puts the ball in the back of net, the net again for his seventh goal in as many games. Miggy, Miggy, Miggy. What a goal uh, to, to, to uh, get us off the mark. What did you make of that one, Chris? I'll go to you first, Chris, on, on that one. Um, do you know what? I had to watch it about four or five times back because when when I, when I seen it live, like straight away, I thought, oh my God, what a bit of skill that was. You know, the way like the, the defender goes to ground and then Miggy just dinks it past him. And I've still I've still not totally made my mind up. I'm, I'm kind of working on the fact that I think it was instinctive. I don't think Miggy knew he was going to do that, but I think it was good good initiative, you know, to to like kind of um yeah. you know, realise he needed to prod it round him and then go round and put it tucked it away. But my God, like the man's just on fire, isn't he? He's just yeah. absolutely on fire. And um, you know, I thought I thought it was a great finish by someone who's really, really confident at the minute. Um I know we keep saying this and we probably shouldn't, but you know, a year ago he wouldn't he wouldn't have he wouldn't have took that away. Um but the form yeah. he's in now absolutely brilliant um really good goal and i thought as well as soon as the goal went in i thought we we were more on the front foot um you know i was thinking at the start it was a little bit cagey but once we got that goal it was like we got back into our rhythm then and i thought i thought we played really well but yeah great finish from miggy um and i'm gonna say good improvisation because i think that's what it was 
and as Jimmy calls me Swerf one more time. Um, but uh, uh, I, I, I actually, before we go get Pete's analysis on the goal, um, I had to laugh at Sky's um, play like uh, play like Admir on uh, before the start of the game. It was it was brilliant? Well, well done, Sky, on that one. Pete, your thoughts on the Miggy's goal? Um, terrific goal. Really nice build-up play. Um, I've got to be honest, I don't know what you guys thought, but when that ball went into Wilson and he got chopped by um, by the young young German centre-back, um, I was crapping it because I was thinking, please don't get injured, please don't get injured. Yeah. But then the play moves on and it was a really nice kind of little one-two move that puts Miggy through. And when he's through and he's coming in on his left-hand side, his favourite side, you're thinking, please, please. And then there's almost like a stutter. And this was the argument on Sky, whether he meant it or not. I don't know for sure. But Ainsley Mitten Niles just gets put on his arse and then it just falls nicely to him. Bang. Nice little side foot into the far corner. Brilliant, brilliant finish. Um, and as as Chris said, he is absolutely on fire. He is, I think he's captured the hearts of not just all Newcastle United fans, um, but every, every everyone in the media, other clubs, I mean, you've got even the betting sites on Twitter that are, you know, um, that are tweeting, uh, tweeting about him. There was Barstool and the American sports site that were saying they tweeted out this morning, like buzzing for not match day that they get to watch Miggy play, and he's gone <laughs> and done it all over again, and it's just brilliant to see. But brilliant wow. finish. Um, was involved in <clears throat> it, it was involved in the build up. Just just top stuff. Just long may it continue. Long way continues, right, Pete? Just, just amazing for Miggy. The, the hopefully the run, run continues. Right, forty minutes. Um, Willock, um, ball in and Longstaff uh, diving header. Um, forty-one minutes. Bruno cleaned Adams out of it. Um, and Bruno uh, took a clear when when Southampton were trying to press back into it. Um, now I can't say this guy's name, but El Hanani, El that guy, uh, that that from Southampton. Um, Eloise, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, I've wrote it down, but I can't even pronounce it. Yeah. And then and I can't. I can't Read my writing uh, if it was happening so fast. Yeah, he hit the side netting at the 46th minute. That was close, actually. If they got back into it then, it might have been a different uh, match, but uh, he really should have should have scored that one. Um, then there was um, the um, Trippier and the the potential hamstring slash slash cheek injury he had uh, right before half time. I, I was getting a bit worried then at that stage, but uh, what, what anyone else a bit worried about uh, trips? Yeah. Yeah, I was I was a bit concerned. I mean, Pete Pete put me uh, concerns to bed when he said he was more holding his buttock than he was his uh, his uh, his thigh, which was good. Um, and I I was a, I was a bit concerned because of how late it was in the first half. I thought that maybe he's just trying to hang on in there, you know, to you know to wait till half time and then you know make the substitution then. But seeing him come out second half was great. Um, he, he's so important to this team, uh, Kevin Trippier. So delighted he's uh, he's okay, and I'm sure he is as well because I'm sure he. Probably thinks his, uh, his ticket's booked on that plane. It's it's been confirmed, I think. Um, yeah, so uh, let me just just to squash any fears. Uh, Rich, well, welcome, Rich, to the chat. Um, but what happened to Wilson? I missed that precautionary. Is he badly injured? Um, it was illness. Yeah. Um, uh, Habs confirmed it was illness, so he just uh-huh. felt like he couldn't play on. Um, but no concerns with injury there, which is great news. Trippier, he said he, he felt a slight strain in the top of his hamstring. Um, oh, okay. But 
um, after half time, he felt he could play on, <clears throat> and he obviously did. Okay. So it's not a major concern. I don't think it'll be something that will keep him out of the Chelsea game personally. I don't think he'll play midweek anyway, but um, <clears throat> that's just kind of a little update there. Okay, no, no good. Uh, thanks for that, Pete. Just uh, as we're at the, the coming towards the the halftime point here, um, just a reminder to anyone that's watching uh, to, uh, watching on playback to hit that subscribe button and hit that like button as well. The last two reaction shows, our last two shows we've done recently, we've got 299 likes. We want to push that. I think I think people can go at 300, 350. Yeah. That, that, that is the target. That's wow. the target for people. 350 likes for this show tonight. So get on, people. Very easy. Just click it. Okay, let's go. Let's uh, start it into the second half. And the big, and Pete, you, you've described it there where, where Wilson came off. But uh, the big shit was uh, uh, Wood coming on and um, Wilson coming, uh, coming off. Uh, and I have wrote down uh, Chris Wood to plank himself on the pitch. I take it back, Chris Wood. Uh, uh, so for that, uh, there's somewhere, hey, somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, summer's our mascot. Every time summer comes on, we win. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> you just keep coming on, don't you, babe? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so on comes Wood. Uh, trips is okay to play on. Uh, then there was a few Southampton free kicks. Uh, 51st minute, Pope uh, cuts out a, a cross ball. 55 minutes, the bo- um, a bad ball from from Botman. He's, we, we, when he, when he do, makes a mistake, it's it's you go <gasps> because it doesn't make mistakes. So it, 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 yeah, he he makes a mistake, but he, we put it uh, straight to to Walcott and Adams put a volley wide. Uh, that was on the 55th minute. Then on our TV screens, we saw Adam P. Adam P is on Sky now, uh, so great to see Adam P in the in, in the crowd. He's everywhere, Adam. Um, yeah, so fifty-eight minutes. Uh, then, um, oh yeah, Murphy kind of lost the ball, uh, but it found its way to Chris Wood, and uh, so uh, Murphy with an assist. And what did Woody do? He only put it in in the corner. Goal for Newcastle. Woody, who would have thought it? Definitely not me. Uh, but yeah. well done, Chris Wood. <laughs> some fi- some finish that, by the way. When you watch it back, it was. he doesn't it was. even look. He knows instinctively where he is, and it gets better. He's right in the bottom corner. Fantastic finish that. Really, really good. Great for his confidence as well, especially yeah. if we decide to start Chris Wood against Palace in the week. I, I think, you know, it's, it's, it's great for him. Great for him, you know, to be... Uh, to now, you know, have that have that under his belt, and uh, he can take the confidence from that goal. Really good finish, and everyone you could see all the other players were absolutely delighted for him. So, really good. You, you can't not be, you no. can't not be happy for no, him. No. Yeah, no. He, he's, he's he's had he's had stick from small sections of the of the fan base. You know, he spends his time on the bench where he might only get five or ten minutes here and there. Um, it, you know, on, on top of that. He doesn't really get any many clear-cut chances, but then all of a sudden he pops up with a goal like that that, that solidifies the win for us. Um, like you said, Chris, fantastic finish. Um, what I loved about it is a proper old-school striker's finish on the swivel. Yep. Comes from right to left, on the turn, bang, into that far corner. It's an instinct. It really is an instinct. Like, that, you just... You have to be a striker to know what that, how good that finish is. Just a let, just a right to left bang, swivel, shoot. You don't even have to look where the goal is. But he couldn't, he couldn't have put it any better. It couldn't have been an any better finish than what it was. Um, and he deserves it. That confidence is <clears throat> his, his confidence can be sky high after that. Um, and I do think 
Um, I do think he, he's going to play midweek. So you know, if, if he does, that that's that's you know, great news for us. So fair play. Good news for us, is right. And thanks to Martin for the tweet after that highlight telling me that I would score. Thanks for that, Martin. Remind me. Um, right. Next, we move on to uh, 61 minutes. Uh, Bruno uh, battling in, in back in his own box, really. Um, trips, uh, on, has, goes on a, a run. An absolute peach of a pass to um, Joe Willock. And Joe Willock toe pokes at home. 3-0 Newcastle. Great to see Joe Willock score. Uh, I've been willing him to score for so long. And uh, just, I think it'll kick him on now. Uh, pity we're going to run out of games and there's going to be a break. But uh, uh, he's just uh, just willing him to score for so long. Uh, and actually, uh, here, here he is as well. Before I get your reaction, here, here's, here he is after the game. Hello, Newcastle fans. Um, big three points today. Thank you for um, all the 3,000 Geordies that travelled out to support us. Um, it's a, a convincing win today and we're happy we can get the three points. Come on, you Maggies. Come on, you man. Yes. He hasn't done he's that for a while. Right, what do you make of that goal? Pete, we'll go to you first on that one. Uh, loved it. Loved everything about that goal. Um, we're under the cosh a little bit yeah. uh, at, at periods in that second half. Um, Daz already talked about the earlier couple of chances that, that Southampton had. We went and got the second goal. We're under cosh again for a little bit. We then hit them on the break. Brilliant work from Trippier to steal in and win the ball. Plays that pass um, outstandingly well. And uh, when will it go for on goal? When he's running with the ball at his feet, I don't think anyone's, fa- anyone's fast enough to catch him. He- he's just that quick. But what I really like about that is the finish. Some people will say, oh, it was a, it was a toe poke. But, you know, it- it's it's manoeuvring the ball into a way in which the keeper can't get to it. Um, it was a... It was a really, really good finish. The only place in, in the goal that he could have actually scored is that corner. Um, and how early he takes the ball means that the keeper can't get in, a, in the right position to save it. He can't set himself. He's already coming to, out towards Willock. He takes it early and then he has to kind of readjust himself. But it's too late. It's already in. Brilliant, brilliant finish. I said to Mike on the preview that we did on his show on on, um, on Thursday. Um, I said to him, I, I don't know why I had a feeling. He asked me, who do I think I'll score? I said, I've got a feeling Willett's going to get a goal. And I'm so glad he did because he deserves it. He deserves that goal. He's worked so hard. Could have had a goal against Fulham, got stolen by Callum Wilson, yeah. had other chances <laughs> to score. He deserves that goal. And yeah, you could tell how buzzing he was by it. Exactly, Pete. Uh, I still think it was a top walk, but no, it was a great goal. I don't care how it goes in. Look at look at uh, Almiron's goal to start off his run before. Um, Chris, thoughts on Willock's goal? Yeah, we were we were arguing over it in our house because uh, again, when we seen it live, um, the younger lad Callum he was going to me, oh, he scuffed it, he scuffed it. I went, he hasn't scuffed it at all. He hasn't scuffed it, and then we watched it back like two or three times, and we agreed to agree that. He's probably not hit it as sweetly as he wanted to. I said, but he wants to put it in that bottom corner. And he went, yeah, yeah, he definitely wants to put it in the bottom corner. He went, but he's not hit it how he planned on it in it. And I was like, all right, you can have that. You can have that. But if you, when the ball comes into him, you can see him looking in the corner and you can see where the goalie's positioned. Yeah. And he wants to put it in that corner. But to be fair, he's probably put it far, 
deeper into the corner than what he'd expected. But great finish, and I made up for him as Pete said, absolutely made up for him because um, we said, didn't we, Pete, on away days like the the thing that Walcott, uh, Walcott, Jesus, the thing that Willock is lacking at the minute. Um, is a few goals to his game, and I think he's aware yeah. of that. So if he carries on, you know, where we saw it, we saw it, didn't we, on the loan spell with us? Uh, he kept scoring and scoring and scoring, and I think that goal, that goal now, um, will give him the confidence. And every game we're watching, the goals are coming from all over the pitch, and it, it's just great to see. It's great that everyone's chipping in with goals. Long gone are the days where we were relying on centre backs to score or ASM or Wilson. Now they're coming from all over the pitch, which is great. I had a feeling Murphy was going to score today, but didn't happen. But uh, no, but yeah, no. no, made up for Willa, made up. Cool. Let us move on. Just before we go um, on, just before yeah. we go on, lads, um, massive thanks to Ray um, for the four power oh, forty nine. Cheers, cheers, Ray. Thank you very much. Thank you, mate. Um, for anyone uh, on uh, that donates to the channel, we really, really appreciate it. Um, it means a while for us, and it just allows us to. Uh, just improve things at the channel and keep things ticking over. So, yeah, any donation, really, really appreciate it. Top man, Ray. Thank you. Cheers, Ray. And let us move on. Then we took us into, uh, okay, well, 63 minutes. Shell, we're 3 0 up at this stage. Shelby come on. Murphy come off. Uh, 71st minute. Willow come off. Uh, ASM on. And Willow could run his socks off at that stage. Um, and no let up from NUFC. Uh, then our 79 minutes. Anderson on for Miggy. Mankia on for trips, uh, 86th match. Um, Wood gets his head in the way at the, at the back doing, doing his job. Both ends of the pitch, ends of the pitch, 88 match, uh, Southampton goal. And uh, again, I can't read my writing. I know it's the lad that nearly made it into the combined 11, uh, but you got him out in the end. Um, uh, the French lad, what's his name? Uh, um, um, yeah, Peru. He, yeah, had to, yeah, he had to score him, didn't he? Pretty he had to score him. <laughs> yeah. When we were talking about him, and then we took him out of our, our combined 11, and then he goes and scores. Typical. <laughs> Typical, yeah, right? Yeah, he, yeah. He, look, Southampton weren't great, but Peru yeah. had a decent game. Anything good, good. that was decent from them tended to come down his side. Um, yeah. But, yeah... Um, yeah, they scored. Um, not to worry, not to worry. Uh, two minutes later, uh, Bruno uh, gets a free kick, I think, first. And then he gets the ball back and he plays a little one-two with ASM. And corner of the net, it's Bruno. He just passes the ball in. And here we are with his celebration as well up here. Uh, and I love this little one here. He Celebration from Mario. That's very fun. Nice one. Nice uh, little celebration. Hopefully we see plenty of them to come as well, Bruno. Uh, so that was uh, Bruno's goal. You know, I'm going to go to full time and then I'm going to get your thoughts on, on Bruno's goal. Then we got to win the game 4-1 uh, to us against Southampton. But your thoughts on Bruno's goal first. Chris. Awesome. <laughs> it was, uh, I, I, uh, at that point, I was, I was winding on my mates up because all my mates were going, "Oh, you're doing all right, aren't you?" You know, they're all vets and blues. And then I, I just wrote in the group chat, um, "Oh, what was it about?" Uh, oh, yeah, that was it. I said, "Have I mentioned we've got Bruno in the middle?" <laughs> He's just, he, oh God. Like, you know, the little one-two with Maxi. Fantastic little dink round the corner from Maxi, and then Bruno mm. composes it, takes a touch. Betty's at bottom corner means absolutely every moment of it, and it was just, it was just amazing. I was made made up for him scoring as well, obviously. <clears> but that that's that's the that's the the class we've got. I said to our lads in the house, I was like, 
that's the best midfielder in the Premier League at the minute. Right there, you're watching him. Right there, he's he's just, he's just unbelievable. Absolutely love him. Um, and yeah, it's just yeah, that's all I can say. No, love that's him. enough. That's enough, Chris. And we're, we're we're glad you're able to say that after the amount of time you've been in the pub today. Um, yeah. <laughs> Pete, that's it. Awesome Bruno's gone. <laughs> Brilliant. No, uh, look, Bruno, <clears throat> Bruno's class is simple as that. World class. Um, that finish is underrated. It's not easy. It's a not an easy finish. You look at how he's wrapped it around Salisu um, to be able to bend it into that corner, um, left the keeper just you know stranded. There was no way anyone was getting onto that. Um, and if anyone can do it, it's Bruno. Um, wasn't his best game. Uh, today, by any means, but when you've got someone as good as him, he's got he's just got one moment, one moment to produce that little bit of magic, and he did, and it just ended the game as a contest. Um, because I think Hassan Hutel genuinely thought that there was a chance of potentially getting another goal at that point. I actually think he thought he could get back in the game, but when you've got players as good as him, he'll just go, Nah, not today, <laughs> bang, game over. Um, but nice to see the little movements there with Maxi, the little one-twos, the little passages of play. That that was good to see between those two, building that relationship up again. But superb, superb finish. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, so 4-1 Newcastle, the, the final score. And uh, great to see um, uh, Trips and Miggy, little, little hug, and, the, of course, the, the, uh, the obligatory... Team for everyone's just waiting for this, though, and everyone assumes they're, they're right for positions. Miggy's in the middle, not Bruno. Middle, Miggy's always in the middle for that. For those other, and how is always at the back. Where's the security guard? Oh, he's there at the front. He changed position this week. Uh, yeah, he's, he's on the left. Uh, yeah, so, uh, great, great to see see that. Um, absolutely great, great, great result. I was just looking at Colin Wilson in that photo. Yeah, his mouth's covered in the yeah, front. There. Oh yeah, he's got, oh, yeah, he's got yeah, there you go. Yeah, he's got his snooze on with his mouth. Um no. whether that's because he's got a cold, he's not well or whatever, I don't know. But um Could be. Yeah, yeah, that's why. Cool, cool. And I suppose um <clears throat> the big talking point as well uh for Southampton is there Ralph could be gone. Uh there's uh who you who you Oh no! Oh, oh, it was uh, to Dave. R. I was doing, doing the thumbs up to Dave as if, as if to say no that there's not an injury. And then when you said that at the same time, I was like, yeah, 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 you're right. They're giving him a reprieve. Yeah, so he's not officially gone yet, but he he he. It's not looking good for him. Let's say. Um, and we we look at we, you know we we will look at the table now. We'll go straight to the table because uh, usually now when we look at this table. Um, there we go. And where are we? Well, what does that mean, Chris? Love it. Feels like it's getting louder as well. The more we move up the table, it kind of like oh. gets a little bit louder, screams it's, that a little bit more to you. It's only at half mass at the moment. It, 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 we can go full throttle come April. Um, right, let me see. Uh, this is the table. We are sitting pretty in uh, Eddie's top three mags. Are sitting pretty there at 27 points. Um, what do you make of that? Of course, um, Liverpool picked up points today against Spurs. 
And uh, yesterday, City clawed back a victory very lucky, or it would be neck and neck nearly with them. Um, and uh, Brighton picked up a victory as well because they were looking dodgy there. They, they got the result at the end. But, um, and you know, we'll just look at Southampton as well. Southampton are looking dodgy now on an 18th spot. Um, things not that you, you can understand if they do make a change, they need to, to freshen it up a bit. Um, what do you make of us, lad? Pete, we got you first. Um, it's just, it's just an outstanding start to the season. It really is. Um, we are just showing that this wasn't just a moment last season when we cre- created that level of Champions League form in order to stay in the Premier League. A lot of people, th- I think, thought that might be just it, just to stay in the league. And I think we all, to a point, felt that that might be the case. But what we've done, we've come into this season, we've just carried it on. But actually, we've done it so much better. I honestly believe that you can see there's a style of play to our game now. We play in a certain way. You know, we defend in a certain way. We attack in a certain way. And the transitions are there in between us having the ball and not. It is so, so good to see. Um, And it just shows today... That even in the even when there's difficult conditions, when you've got a team that are fighting at the bottom of the league, um, who went into the bottom three yesterday, that are going to come out fighting. It shows that whether you're at the top and you're playing against someone like Tottenham or Man United, or whether you're at the bottom going against someone like Southampton, we can go up against any team and still play the same way and still be extremely difficult to break down as a team. I, th- I just, I just, I, I, part of me can't believe it. But part of me isn't surprised because of how good we've been. There's nobody you could you could you could put names on a piece of paper, right? Um, and matches up with Tottenham, Man United, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man City, Arsenal, all of those teams. And yes, you would probably or people would probably pick other players ahead of ours. But there is nobody that works harder than us. There's nobody that fights harder than us. There's nobody that runs faster and, and, and more than we do as a team. And it's just amazing to see. It really is. Um, and there was a question that came up, actually, um, and I'll put it up because I think it's quite um, fitting. Is it from Yano where he asked, what does the X mean? No, no. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we, we don't know what they what, what they are, what they stand for. But uh, but no, it's uh, actually one of our brilliant sponsors, Russ. And he put to the panel again, I'm going to ask the question, can we do a Leicester now? I'm not saying that we are. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. But, you know, the way we're playing and how formidable we are at the moment, it does kind of remind me a little bit like Leicester. Probably, actually, we're doing it better because we're probably scoring more goals than them. But I don't know what you think about that. I'll I'll go first, though. Because uh, well, Chris is on mute. Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. we'll go, go first. Um, uh, yeah, so, no, we're not going to do a Leicester. Look, we, look at it. We're absolutely delighted over the moon in shock and awe if we finish where we are now. Um, look, we'll, we'll ride, ride the roller coaster. Let's hope it keeps continuing going up. There will be ups and downs on this journey, but uh, no, less, uh, you can think about us doing a lesser, but I don't, it's not going to happen. It, it's way, way, way too soon for that yet. Um, and it, everyone else would have to do, be doing worse for, for us to be able to do a lesser as well. Um, and I think the season that Leicester won, the, the 
the, the regular top four didn't have the, the best of, of seasons. So uh, that's what enabled Leicester to, to get where they, they got to. So put it out of your mind. Don't be worried about that. Just 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 be happy that we're in that top eight. That's what I say. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this like a little bit on the fence. And I know I was on the fence on the other day with, with <laughs> two, the score two. prediction. Which I will apologise for. Um, but you know what? That's kind of influenced my decision, really. Um, so the question is, can we do a Leicester? Uh, I think the answer is yes, we can. Uh, will we? Probably not. But, um, you know, we should strive to do a Leicester and I think we should just carry on in the vein that we are. I mean, we saw today, um, particularly the first half, we weren't great. Um, but we were grinding results out. So we're waiting for that moment. We wait for our moments. And then when we get the opportunity, we tend to take it. Um, and even you know, even at two 0 we didn't look, we didn't look great. And Southampton put us under a fair bit of pressure. I thought Southampton <laughs> quite well today, actually. Um, but again, we got the, we got the result we needed, and we had that little bit of extra quality uh, on the pitch. And everyone's trying, you know, everyone's trying for each other, and you know, no one's shaking responsibility. Everyone's drilled in the same way. So I think. I think, can we do a Leicester? It, it'd be very difficult to. Um, but, I mean, we saw, I mean, everyone probably saw uh, yesterday when Man City scored that last-minute winner and you saw the way Pep mm. reacted. Um, mm. This isn't this isn't going to be, you know, nice and easy for City. I think, uh, you know, Haaland's made a fantastic start to the season. But having this break as well for the World Cup, it only plays into our hands because we've probably got a handful of players who are going to the World Cup and the rest are going to be going to Saudi Arabia um, you know, on uh, doing the all all weather training camp, and I think mm. I think it's just going to make us stronger. I think we're going to come back stronger. And um, one of, one of my mates actually he, he messaged me today and he said, after this run you've had, you haven't really got a very difficult run in the Premier League. You haven't got a horrible period where you look and go, oh, it's going to be tough that. And I think we said this at the start of the season, lads. You know, there's, there's no runs where you think, oh, you know, March is bad or April's horrendous. Yeah. The spread out quite evenly. Um, not that it matters at the minute, because whoever we play, we give a bloody good game to anyway, don't we? But, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we will do a Leicester, but hey, I bet at this time uh, in the in the season, Leicester won it. I bet if you ask Leicester fans yeah. that, that question, they'd have gone, no. I don't think Leicester, Leicester might have not might have been or might not have been as high as what we are at this point right now um, after 13, 14 games. Um but they do remind me a little bit of Leicester in that, um, look, I had to sit through that season. and <laughs> so I, do rem- I do remember that season. And the one thing I remember watching Leicester and thinking is that, one, they're taking it game by game. They're not thinking ahead two, three, four games. They literally took it one week to the next and said, right, who we got this week? That's our focus. That's who we'll prepare for. And that's what we'll do a job against. <laughs> Secondly, They've got a style of play that teams just can't handle. Leicester did. Leicester had that Vardy press very, very high. The trickery of Mares on one side, the battle and the steal of Ungolo Conte in the middle and, and that little ball over the top from Drinkwater. And it just worked. It just worked. We have a different style. We have a, a very high press, all action type, um, type team. But across the whole pitch, we just don't stop. Um, and I, I think when teams really struggle to know how to play against you, it does play into your hands. Um, and you touched on it today, um, Chris. We didn't play well. We, we, we weren't we weren't great today at all. But 
in every good team, what you have is a is is a moment in the game where you can completely obliterate a team. And we had that against Villa last weekend, where we had a, a 10, 15 minute spell in the second half where we just obliterated them. Today, in the second half, we had that same moment, that 10, 15 minutes where we just obliterated them. We were under the pressure, under the cosh in the second half, but we hit them twice. Bang, bang. Two goals, Wood, Willock, game done. Like, that was it. That that was the moment. Um, and when you've got those moments in your team to create that op- that opportunity of a blitz, you, you're able to win the game no matter what. Like, you've got that in your locker. Um, so I just think, I'm not saying we're going to do a Leicester, but I'm, what I'm saying is, is that we've got the ability to maintain what we're doing right now, is probably what I'm trying to say. What we're doing is taking it game by game, attacking each team in a different way in which how sets us up. We've got that ability. Like you just said, after Chelsea, we've got Leicester away. Then we've got Leeds at home. Then I think, um, I'm not sure we've got someone else. And then we've got Arsenal. And then we've got West Ham at home. Then we've got Palace away. You know, they're not, they're not games that you're worried about. Maybe Arsenal away is a tough one. But Leicester away, yeah, it'll be a tough game. They're, they're doing all right at the moment. Uh, Leeds at home, for me, I think that we go and win that game. Arsenal will be the big test for us going to the Emirates because we don't go, we don't do well there. Um, you know, West Ham at home, I think we can win. I think you've seen today how shit they can be. Um, hi, Lawless. Um, <laughs> see you on Tuesday. Uh, I've already had a bit of a battle with him today, by the way, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'll talk to you about that in a bit. But yeah, they um, it is all been kicking off, trust me. Um, so that should be fun. Um, and, and and Palace, Heidi, um, uh, we, yeah, I, I think we can go in there too. Um, so it's, I think it's all up for grabs. Um, having a great season, I mean, not just a good season in Europe, but having a great season and finishing in the, one of those top spots. So, Pete, in summary, there, have you down? Have you down to do Leicester? Um, I'm, I'm on the fence. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look at we'll revisit it in in, in a couple of months' time. Uh, see where yeah. we are then. But uh, let's look at. If, no, I don't think anyone will be shooting us if uh, if we uh, if we do it last or we, and we we win. Right, um, that is it for the table, more or less. Um, and I know this actually. There's there's a few things I think came into the chat there, Pete, as well. Uh, a few shoutouts. Uh, yeah. Oh. There's got one here. Um, donation from Stephen um, Nutkin, eight ninety nine. Thank you very much for your okay, donation. Stephen. Really, really appreciate it. Um, if you haven't already, click the likes and subscribes. Um, great to have you on. Um, if anyone wants to put a donation on or or a super chat or a, or a sticker, um, feel free to. But um, do it with a question um, or or a comment, and and we'll come straight to it and we'll answer your question. We'll put your comment out there. Um, yeah, you don't need to leave it blank if you want. To say something, no matter how big or little it is, um, you know, you, you've put your money in, you're donated to us, which we really appreciate. We'll get your comment and your question out there. So j- just to let everyone know in the chat and, and whoever's watching. Cool, because I see two more, Pete. Uh, I see one from, from Andy Brad as well. Thanks, Andy, for, for the... And also one from, from Bobby. Uh, so thanks, Bobby. Uh, yes, we, we accept yours. We accept Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and thanks, for, thanks to you for bringing me a little closer to Tyneside. Feels uh, lonely celebrating in France, but 
hope everyone's out in France. Uh, well, out in France, and I hope you're doing a bit of scouting for us there, Bobby, because the uh, transfer window will be coming up in in January, and uh, we'll be talking all about players from all across the league. So uh, good, good to get uh, insider information uh, on the market. Um, but yeah, that was the. That's about it. Look, we're going to move away from the table, so um, and we'll get to the ratings. But I just want to remind people that if you haven't uh, subscribed to us and it's your first time uh, watching Loaded, hit the subscribe button. It's free, and also hit that like button because we have a target. Uh, we we are uh, we have a we want to get 350 likes uh, for, for this show. Uh, we've got th- 299 for two shows. I saw, so we want to hit that 350. We want to blow 300 away and get and get uh, 350 likes. And also, we are not far away from 5K as well. We should mention that uh, we're about. Uh, what was that? <laughs> we've got. We've well, got I'm, I'm just. I was just. Uh, just doing a check. We've got 108 likes currently um, uh, in the live chat. So current uh, 108 thumbs up currently. 108 likes. Target 300, as Daz said. A uh, 350. Uh, 350. So, 350. Um, still many more to, to to click on there. At this moment in time, sorry, Baz, I interrupted. No, no, that that, that and we're 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 actually less than three hundred away from from the five k. So on the subscription, wow. so just hit hit subscribe. It's free as well as as well as likes. Lads, let's go to the ratings. This is the interesting part, and everyone in the chat plays along as well. <laughs> Radio, and I know Pete, you're keeping an eye on the the questions as they come in because we will do questions towards the end of the show as well. Unless you want to take a question now, Pete. Uh, we can do. I just want to say thanks to Roy. I'm not sure Here's if you saw this one earlier. Um, uh, thank you, Roy, for your super sticker. Daz, did you That's put right. that one on earlier? No, no, no. I, I didn't think so. But yeah, th- thank you for that, Roy. Um, Cheers, Roy. Appreciate it. Um, right. Let's see. Um, While you're looking there, I see two more have come in, uh, and because I'm still only seeing half of these, uh, Kevin as well. Thanks, thanks very much oh, for the donation to the channel. And uh, Ian has also put one in, and uh, Ian, I never believed to God. Then Eddie Howe happened. <laughs> True. True. Yes, we're with you on that one, Ian. Uh, so yeah, lo- yeah. love that yeah, one. Yeah. Um, so Pete, let's go with that question. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's not more. It's not really much of a question. This one in particular, um, it's just more of a, a comment from. Uh, and he's put um, so all four DDs. Put we can be no lower than fourth uh, when we um, when we sit down for Christmas, uh, and that's, that's right. absolutely right, um, absolutely spot on. So we are going to be Eddie Howe's top four mags come Christmas Day, which is wow. which is a, an amazing feat already, and we're not even going into. Um, the the, the, uh, the Chelsea game at this point. Um, so that's a fantastic achievement all round. Um, but yeah, um, a question here uh, from Life Goals, um, really. Looking ahead to Wednesday, <clears throat> thoughts on starting midweek with ASM, Joe Linton, Wood, Fraser, Target, Anderson, Shelby in the cells in the side. What are your thoughts about that? That would be okay, you know, because um, for me, I, I really want them to win, to, to, to win or get at least at least a draw. Chelsea, I think they can win it. Um, but I think these some of these lads need need, need some game time, so um, it would it wouldn't be a bad thing. Um, and sure, Crystal Palace might will, will mix it up a bit as well. 
So yeah, why not? And have 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 uh, some of our other players on the bench that if we need to go to the bench for the second half or something to tweak it to to, to go for it or if, if it's close, just just to switch it up a bit. Um, yeah, Wood, you know, Wood is going to be slow. He scored today, but he's going to be slow. We're probably going to start him. I'd like to see Wilson there on the bench if we need to bring him off the bench though. If it was if we were still nil nil heading into 65th minute mark, give give him a bit of run out. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be unhappy if, if most of those or all those got, got a run out. What do you think, Chris? Uh, I I think we've got a we've got a uh, mix the squad up. I know that people will say you know we want to cut one, and absolutely we do. And there'll be a couple of players that you probably you know don't want to don't want to drop if you like well not that we're dropping them but you know what I mean we don't want to best um, but we've got to have that Chelsea game in mind I think it's so important we've got a fantastic opportunity today um, we've got a fantastic opportunity on I think it's Saturday isn't it yeah, it's Saturday to pick up yeah. another three points um, so I'd have no problem with Eddie rotating there'll be a couple of players as I say who you, you want to keep in there um, Joe Linton yeah definitely bring Joe back so that he's ready for Chelsea ASM similar maybe give him 60-70 minutes Woods, I think, you know, if, if Callum Wilson's not 100%, rest him, put him in cotton wool for the weekend. Um, Fraser, Target, yeah, definitely. I'll tell you what I did notice today, boys, and I, I, I know we may touch upon it a bit later on in the player ratings. Did you see um, Elliot Anderson for the Peru goal? No. Um, in, in terms of, what, not being in position? Yeah. And yeah. I thought that's why Eddie Howe isn't, you know, everyone's clamoring, clamoring for him to, you know, start games and stuff. Yeah. I thought he just switched off momentarily. And I'm not having to go at Elliot Anderson here, but all I'm saying is that's where your experience comes in. Um, and I thought, um, you know, that that's probably why Eddie Howe's easing him in. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't want to absolutely shoot down his confidence. But I did when I watched the goal back. I seen Elliot Anderson and I thought, ooh, you, you let him go there. And then yeah. Dan Burns comes flying across to try and stop it. And some people will go, oh, Burns, he jumped in. He shouldn't have had to. But Elliot Anderson lost his man. And that's yeah. why Dan Burns come flying across to try and stop it. But that wouldn't have happened if Elliot Anderson was switched on. Um, but again, I'm not criticising or having a go. It was just an observation, and I thought some that that might uh, you know, put some put some things to bed. I agree. Uh, I agree with you. Uh, he did switch off, um, and Dan Byrne had to do that because yeah. mo- most players, most players would have shot. Peru- most players would have shot when Perud cut back inside um, because he was on his favoured foot. So it was the natural thing to try and jump in front. And how many times has Byrne done that and actually saved his goal yeah, yeah. by making that yeah. sort of last-ditch lunge? Yeah. But it was a nice little chop back into the side of his right and then finished it nicely. There's nothing we could do after that point. Um, and to be fair, we got pulled apart at, um, during that passage of play because, you know, Burns coming over as a right-back. Mankinio should have been there. Burns should have been over on the left-hand side. But because they'd had a switch around, because I think we'd, we'd just defended a corner or defended a passage of play, they stayed in their positions. So we weren't set as a team. If we were set as a team, we wouldn't have conceded that goal. So it was all a little bit messy at that point. But Anderson should have pressed the ball better. But we did that a lot in the game. I don't know if you know you noticed in the first half, there were all we, we managed at times we were very easy to play through. Um, in little small sections of the game. It was always or always ever one pass that would break through on midfield. It didn't happen all the time. Our press was normally very good and we worked and won the ball back. And even when they did play it through in that one pass, we'd always get back and recover the ball. But it did 
it was a slight concern, particularly in the first half, that they just kept getting through a little bit too easy. Like we weren't making it hard for them. They weren't they weren't great players and they weren't great balls, but they just seemed to be getting through. And I, it almost felt like we were pressing too hard that we weren't able to stay in position and we were losing our our, um, our kind of structure a little bit. But, you know, it, it's to be expected in, in these games. It, it happens. Um but yeah, it's it's definitely one that, that we need to keep an eye on um, with, with the likes of Eddie Anderson because we at this moment in time we haven't got any opportunity to let up. Like we have to keep going and we have to keep ploughing through. Yeah. No, no, that's a good, good point, Chris. Um, just before we go to the ratings, I want to sh- give a shout out to Sophia. Um, hey, lads, there's a lot of sour grapes from Saints fans. A few channels seem to think that their performance didn't deserve the result. Maybe they've had a few points. Perhaps, perhaps. I thought, you know what? I, I thought Southampton played well. Um, I, I actually, you, you could argue, having watched that game, you could argue that 4-1 flattered us a little bit. But, um, we deserve the three points. We, we we absolutely deserve the three points. But I don't think you know anybody who didn't watch the game and looked at the score. They go, "Well, Newcastle battered Southampton," and we didn't. I don't think we did batter them. Um, it was just you know we we took our goals, we took our chances very well. But I thought Southampton played quite well actually. I've seen teams play far worse and uh, get something. So, um, but yeah, we deserve three points, no doubt. Definitely, definitely. Rocket, let's move on to the ratings. I've, I've talked about it long enough. Let's go straight in mm-hmm. with Popey. Popey, uh, he uh, had a few saves to make at different points in time. I know there was one goal at the end where the, the defence leaked a goal in the end was the, the, the dying stages of the match. I'm giving Popey an eight. Pete? Yeah, uh, exactly the same. I'd give him an eight. Um, came out and collected very well, made a couple of good saves. Nothing you could do about the goal. Um, but apart from that little slip, and it was horrible conditions where he dropped the ball in the first yeah. half and came to collect it. Other than that, he really didn't put a foot wrong. Um, so yeah, I would agree. Eight. Just before you ask the question, I had I had uh, eight in my mind. So, yeah, totally agree. I thought I thought thought Pope played quite well today. Couldn't have done anything for the goal. Um, but yeah, no, I thought I thought he did really well. Um, he made some good saves. Came out well, as Pete said. Yeah, eight. Let's move on to our captain and leader, our captain on the pitch. Of course, this is a captain off the pitch and gets the armband when he comes on, but it's Trippier I'm talking about there. Um, yeah, he had the scare at halftime. I think we all had a, a bit of a panic when we saw that. Uh, but he set up the goal for well, Willock. Uh, I'm giving Trips a nine. Yeah. Uh, Got to get a nine for me. Trips was absolutely class. Um, brilliant as always um, going forward and getting back um, and playing with a slightly strained hamstring um, or a tight hamstring should we say uh, and still playing like that and being able to assist a fantastic ball for Willett yeah a nine in my book all day long Chris and totally agree um, definitely a nine as Pete said ploughed on even when he wasn't 100% uh, you know uh, put put his body body up for the cause. So yeah, <clears throat> fantastic. Next, we move on to Superman and Batman. Uh, Char, uh, I'm giving Char a solid eight. Uh, he didn't do a foot put his foot wrong all game, um, but you just you just come to expect it now. So I'm giving him an eight. Chris, 
Um, yeah, I'd say eight for sure. Um, got something to say on bottom, but uh, yeah, I'd say eight for sure. Um, typical, well, I'd say a typical centre back performance would you want to see. You don't really have much to say about him, but that's because he did his job effectively. There was no scares. He didn't lunge in. Um, positionally, I thought he was really good. Comes up with the ball well, spraying the ball. Yeah, eight for me. Thought it. Thought he had a good game. Um, nine for me. Uh, it, I, I could have quite easily given him a nine point five. I thought um, Shaw <laughs> was probably our, our best defensive um, defender. At, yeah. At, at the fall. yeah. I thought he was brilliant. Didn't put a foot wrong. Good use of the ball. Um, defended like an absolute trojan, like he tends to do every single week. Um, just yeah, just outstanding for me again. Fabian Shaw nine tops. Tops. Right. On to his defensive partner in Botman. Uh, I mentioned that that uh, bad pass that went to Willock. That's then Jay uh, um, Adams had that, that volley. Um, a nice little start yeah. there. Botman's still yet to lose that's a game. So, yeah, that's true, Shane. And great to see Shane back as a member as well. Actually, I saw Shane signed up for a member again. Um, yeah, but Botman um, class again as always. And there was one sliding tackle. He just just. Just goes for it as well. So I give him, I give him the same as Shire. I, I normally differentiate between them, but I'm going to give them equal eight. Peace. Um, I'm going to give Botman an eight today. I wasn't, by his own lofty standards, I wasn't pleased with him. <laughs> I wasn't. He, he, um, uh, look, defensively, like Shaw, he's a Trojan. He defended everything really well. He gave Shea Adams absolutely nothing in the game. He was brilliant whenever he came out down his side. Um, <clears throat> and and it will go. It, it the the reason why it's probably not even lower is because of what he had to do additionally in his game. But for me, why it's not a nine like Shaw is his distribution was poor. And it's his second game. Chris, I know you're going to say the same, aren't you? Yeah, I've yeah. always just defensively fine. And do you know what, Pete? As soon as you said eight for Botman, I was thinking, shit, I was going to give Botman an eight. And then I'm thinking, well, I, I, Shah was head and shoulders above Botman today. Yeah. And I've That's just given Shah an eight. I'll probably have to give Botman a seven and a half. <gasps> or maybe oh. maybe upgrades. I don't, I don't know. I don't but, know. But this is why I gave Shah a higher mark. Yeah. yeah Shah yeah, yeah. was both good with the yeah, ball. Yeah. And without the ball, yeah, he was. Botman today, and 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 I'll be honest, this is the second game running because actually watching the Villa game, he wasn't great with the ball either. He had a few good switch plays, decent with the ball at Villa, but there was a couple of times where he needlessly gave the ball away, even in the first few seconds. I think actually, um, in the Villa game, he put the ball out for a throw. I think it was Villa. It might have been the game before. I can't remember. But again, it's his distribution is needlessly giving the ball away and putting pressure on us. We nearly got punished for it in the second half. Um, and for me, he needs to improve that. It's not playing in, in France where you might be able to get away with a bad pass when you get punished in this league. But defensively, outstanding. Like, you cannot argue it at all. Complete Rolls-Royce, <clears throat> solid, absolute defender. But with the ball at his feet, needs to be better. That's two games in a row now. You guys know I'm his biggest fan, but I'm also honest and I'll say when a player, no matter how much I love him, he's not good enough. And for me, the overall package of Sven Botman today wasn't what it should have been. 
lads, I just want to interrupt and say a shout out to Mike, uh, um, who Mike, who was on our way this with, with uh, Pete and Chris uh, the other night. Uh, congrats, boys. Four shots on target and four goals. Clinical. All the best for the season. Uh, vlog is up on my channel now. If you fancy watching a Saints fan getting his soul destroyed. <laughs> Definitely go watch it after this show. Go watch it because it's always always a good watch and they they do put a good vlog together, bless them. And and just for Mike, if you're still watching, I told you when it would score. I told you. Rightio. And that was a nice one from from Mike. uh, Fair play as well. Um, We're we're moving on. Uh, We're moving on to Dan Byrne, big Dan Byrne. Um, Again, I'm putting putting big Dan Byrne in. For me, he's getting the same as Shar and Botman. I'm giving him an eight. Didn't do anything wrong. Uh, he did try to cover for that goal that went in and wasn't really his his, his fault whatsoever. Um, I'm giving him, him an eight because the standout for me in the back line today was, was trips and that's why I gave him the nine. So, Byrne, eight. Uh, Pete, go to you first. Might be controversial here. I'm going to give Byrne a 7.5. I don't think Byrne had a good game at all today. Um... I thought he was lost in position in his positioning a lot in the first half, and I think that was the that was a big downfall in Botman's game. Botman had to cover him on that left hand side so many times and got pulled out of position. Where Southampton nearly had a couple of chances, particularly in the first half. Um, he, he picked up his game about ten minutes into the second half and was okay after that point, but that first half was not good. It was really really poor. And it wasn't like he was coming up against a really good, like fantastic right-sided attacking midfielder that he wasn't. Um, so I expected better from Byrne. Um, so yeah, I thought that's one of his worst performances. And Gareth Southgate was watching again today. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, not not the performance I expected from Byrne. Um, had a great run, but that wasn't a good performance for me. Chris, thought of big Dan Byrne. Um. He was, for me, he was probably below, he was probably below Botman and Shaw. Um, yeah, I think like Pete, I think seven and a half is probably fair. Absolutely right, Pete. You know, first half, he didn't he didn't look very comfortable on the ball. Um, although, to his credit, second half, he did improve. He did improve. Um, but yeah, seven and a half is probably fair. I mean, this is the mad thing, though, isn't it? Like, you know, we were we were so close to getting a clean sheet, probably, what, like five mm-hmm. or six minutes away from a clean sheet. And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're being quite critical, I know, um, because we are, we are playing so bloody well. And even, like, yeah. even a 7.5, everyone's probably like, ooh, 7.5. You know, we used to give it out, like, fours and fives a couple of years ago. <laughs> um, so, like, seven and a half, it's like... A oh, year shit. ago. Yeah, yeah. It's like, so... Yeah, seven and a half, but yeah, I, I think it was probably because of a shaky start in the in the first half. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still I, I don't want to I don't want to roast him kind of thing. But um, but yeah, maybe maybe he'll be one who sits out on Wednesday because maybe he just needs that little bit of a break because he's he's kind of been an all present uh, Dan Byrne, so maybe he just needs a bit of a break perhaps. Um, I just having flashbacks of Richie giving someone a four at one stage, but I can't. Then wasn't too long ago either. So uh, yeah. Was that uh, this season? I don't know when it was. Um, Can't have been this season. Him. Can't have been. Could have, could have been at the start of the season, but I'll have to ask him. Uh, that, that's, note that one down. Ask what Richie it? who gave a four then. Yeah, because we only lost one game. That was against Liverpool. I know all our players got sevens and eights and nines. Uh, well, Richie, Richie's hard. He's a, he's a tough cookie to, yeah. to try and crack. We had a great run to the back end of last season. 
You won't give anyone half marks either. Um, no, no, right. No, one person. One person. Right. We move on. Let's go to Bruno. Here he is. Here's Bruno. Uh, again, passing, sublime, uh, disrupting the play, breaking it down. His goal, uh, amazing again. Uh, Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. Uh, I'm going to give him 9.5 for Bruno. Um, I'd give him Bruno a 9. It would have been an 8.5 if he did not scored that world-class finish. Um, it wasn't his best game. Um, yeah, he, he wasn't he wasn't at his firing self. Uh, but, you know, he can't be expected to play at that level every single game. Um, but even with his little drop-off today, he was still miles above anything that Southampton had in their midfield, uh, which tells you everything you need to know about the player. Um, but yeah, it was an eight point five up until those few minutes uh, when he scored that wonder goal. So I, I give him a nine. Chris, unfortunately, boys, I'm going to have to shoot. But <clears throat> I'm going to give you my Bruno score, and then I'm going to give you my man of the match. Um, so Bruno, oh, I'm going to give Bruno an eight and a half. Um, I don't think it was his best game, but yeah, he's just he's, he just oozes class, doesn't he? And even he makes what, what I feel sorry sometimes for Bruno is um, he makes the seemingly difficult things look very easy. Um, that's probably to you know like his disadvantage, if you like, because a lot of players can't do what he can do um, with him spraying the ball and um, you know just just the way he even just makes the simple passes. He ticks us over really nicely. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say eight and a half because I, d- I don't think it was his best game, but he's just he's just world class. As Pete said earlier on in the show, he is just world class, and that goal was uh, sublime, absolutely great. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna. I'm sorry, guys, I'm gonna have to love you and leave you. But going uh, back I to will carry on. No, no, I'm not going to the yeah. pub now. I need to. I need to go and go and have a coffee and go and uh, relax a bit. Um, but so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I can already feel myself falling asleep. Um, but one thing I will say before I go, um, man of the match, Joe Willer. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, boys, absolute pleasure. Thanks to everyone Good. in the chat. Um, it's been Stop great, me, and I'll catch up with you very soon. Yeah, pleasure. See you there, Chris. Have a good night. See you later, guys. Take care. See you. See you later. See you later. Bye, Summer. Bye. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Uh, Chris will be in now at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So uh, have a great night out in the pub, Chris. Yeah. Um, no, you know, fair play for coming on, Chris. Uh, we, we didn't think you would make, make it. You just jumped on the, the last second as, as the titles were rolling. But um, we have done, Bruno. Let us move on to Sean Langstaff. Uh, this time last week, Pete, we were calling for him to be looked at by England after the World Cup. He's, he's, he's still doing well. He's still, uh, he okay, that he could have potentially put that ball in the net at the start of the game, but it was it was offside anyway. But he was everywhere. He was popping up in different places. And Sky gave him their man of the match, actually. I gave him an 8.75 for Sean Longstaff. Your thoughts on Shawnee? Sean Longstaff, my man of the match. Ooh. Um, outstanding performance today. Didn't score, uh, as far as I'm aware, didn't get an assist. But I tell you what, his role in the team was pivotal why we won the game today. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant um, and really, really showing his quality in that midfield. Really, really um, just, you know, he's, he's just, he's impressing me every game he plays. He's getting better as a player. 
honestly, the ground he covers um, as, as that sitting midfielder, he gets forward, he links the play left, right to move players up the pitch. His constant pressing, you would have seen in the first half, he'll, he'll be in a sitting position one minute and then pressing the goalkeeper the next, then back in a sitting position. Then he'll be linking the play right. Then he'll be linking the play left. He does not stop running and he's so intelligent with the ball. He doesn't do anything outstanding with it but he just keeps it ticking over he is the cog that keeps that midfield ticking that allows Bruno and Willock to do what they do that allows the defence to play the way they play he's becoming a really important part of this team um, and I'm really really impressed with him for me he was I, I agreed with Sky 100% even before they said he was, he was the man of the match it was very close between him and Willock Willock scored a brilliant goal and was all action <laughs> players it could have been either I don't think you could have argued you could argue with either of them being man of the match but for me Sean Longstaff um, we've criticised him over the years for not being good enough but I tell you what when he is good enough when he's playing a pivotal role in the team I've got to give him his flowers I've got to give him his praise and he deserves that today um, so I'm going to give um, I'm going to give Sean Longstaff a um, a nine point eight. Nine point eight. Wow, nice one, nice one, Pete. Um, no, I, I agree with you. He, he's 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 come on leaps and bounds. Um, it really, he's really been howled uh, recently, and it's great, great to see. Right, we will move on to Joe Willock. For me, uh, he was strong. He was winning the ball back. Uh, his goal. He was. I've been waiting so long for him to score that goal as well. Um, I know he he came off in the seventy seventy first minute, but how was protecting him? Um, but for me, he did everything right, and just it was it's been building and building and building. He's getting a ten from me, so Joe Willock. Uh, just my man of the match today. Yeah, uh, Joe Willock nine point five for me. Um, I thought again, it could have been either of either of those two players. Um, they really kind of set the tone for that pressing. And what I liked about Joe Willick today that he was doing a lot more of, he was willing to take on players in tight spaces. So he was getting the ball tight on the byline. And instead of just looking back and just playing it backwards and just kind of being that negative mindset, that you keep the ball nice and safe, safe play, turn back, play it to the center, to the left back and then keep possession going. He was going, you know what? No, I'm going to turn on you and I'm going to run at you. And he did it a few times to their right back who ended up, having to go off with a hamstring injury, I think. Because, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he kept stretching him. He kept stretching him the other way. The one thing that we were always told as players growing up, stretch your defender because they don't like going backwards. They like going forwards and attacking, but they don't like going backwards. They don't like players running at you. And that's what Joe Willick does. He gets the ball and he runs at you and he creates problems off the back of it. He was very, very good today. Um, so, yeah, he, again, another player that's really improving. And like Sean Longstaff, would have maybe caught the attention of, of Gareth Southgate, not for the World Cup, but certainly as, as an option maybe for the future um, uh, England squads if they continue their form. Um, but yeah, very, very good today, will it? No, that's fair enough, Pete. Let us move on to Miggy Amiron. Um, running, 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 as always, the press. Uh, he got his goal as well. Uh, and here he is. Um, for me, I'm giving Miggy a nine. Uh, he came off as well on the 79th man, but did nothing wrong again, running all over the place. Uh, it's, we've come to expect it now from, from me. And another goal to add to his collection. 
Just talk to uh, Miggy Pete. Miggy, uh, yeah, another brilliant performance. Um, um, I'm going to give him a nine today. Maybe in-game wasn't as all-action um, as we normally see him in terms of um, you know being involved in a lot of the build-up play, a lot of the, the work. He still does the running and he still works back and forth, back and forth, but maybe not as integral as what he has been in previous weeks. But again, still scored the important goal, the goal that put us 1-0 up, and it was a great little move in itself. So a nine for me, uh, another great performance. It keeps that run going. And look, there was a question in here um, that I was going to give um, to you and Chris, um, but he's gone. So I'm just going to... Try and see if I can find it. Um, I know what it is. Uh, yeah, it's from Nobby Clark. Uh, welcome, Nobby, in the chat. It's put questions. Do you reckon Almiron is going to break Vardy's record? If I'm thinking right, Vardy's had the 12 or 13 goals in a row. Um, I think it might have 12 or 13 goals in a row. Um, Miggy's on seven, if I'm right in thinking currently. And is it in a row? Because someone else put in the chat earlier that it wasn't in a row. I can't remember now. Um, no, so Mickey scored eight this season, but he scored seven, uh, scored seven in a row. Okay, okay. So Mickey's on eight goals for the season because I think uh, in one of the behind Kane uh, uh, in the, in the, yeah. the goal scoring chart. Okay, let's let, assume that that's correct, right? Uh, but no, he's not going to break the record. No, he's not a striker. Uh, he's he's playing the front three, but uh, no, um, and he and he, he he doesn't take the penalties either. Vardy takes the penalties for Leicester, or he did at that point. And anyway. um, so no. Okay. Prove me yeah. wrong, Miggy. Prove me wrong. There you go. Again. There you go. <laughs> I, and, and and look, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there now. Like, we've already talked about this man already, but Jordy Team for Life actually agrees with me on my on my prediction or, or my my <laughs> um, my mark for burn. Like it's the end of the world. It really is. It's like the apocalypse. <laughs> what is going on right now? But yeah, I'm I'm glad you I'm glad you saw what I saw Jordy Team for Life. Um, but the game's about opinions, and we and we always appreciate it. Right, let us move on to Murphy. Uh, Murphy, for me, I have him down as a seven. Uh, I know he got he he must have got an assist for the one for for um, Wood, where he kind of fumbled it and then went to Wood and he scored. Then, well, didn't really do much for me. Murphy, maybe you saw something different, people. Don't give him a seven. Um, yeah. Um, I'll probably give him a seven today. He, he was quite quiet. It was probably one of his more quiet games today. Um, didn't really do anything that set the world alight. Um, yeah, just it was just kind of like he, he just played a sim- very simple role in the team, um, if I'm honest with you. So, yeah, nothing more to say. Um, yeah. Okay, let's move on from, from Murphy. Uh, we'll go to Wilson. Uh, Wilson, who came on off at halftime. Uh, of course, he was sick during the week as well. And you still see him in the, the, the team photo here. He, he still has that uh, battle clamber thing on uh, to, to keep or snood, whatever you call it, um, to uh, uh, help him there, not to spread it to others. But um, I'm giving Wilson a 7.5. 100% agree. I had that in my head. Yeah. 7.5. Um, not his best game. I wasn't really in it, but was involved in the move for the first goal. Um, so fair play to him for that. But I almost feel, I don't know about you, I don't know about people in the chat, 
I almost feel that, and I have done for a couple of games now, that Wilson's kind of playing within himself. Mm-hmm. He's kind of playing him to keep himself fit and not to get any major injuries in order to make the World Cup squad. I do feel that that's the case now. Against Villa, no. I, I wouldn't have thought that against Villa because he was, he was in the no. hat-trick, wasn't he? But um, why do you think that might have been? Who yeah, was there yeah, watching them? Yeah. And, and that's Same the man that was there today. Yeah, he was. It's very true. Um, um, but I I just... that That's just kind of my thoughts. He, he's trying to kind of, you know get himself to the Chelsea game. Yeah. I don't think he'll play Wednesday. I think he'll play against Chelsea. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, uh, Gareth will obviously make his... Uh, or is his squad named this week? No, it's... thought it was like the following week. There's, there's, I saw somewhere... Someone said the 10th and then someone said the 14th. This is the last possible date for, for the squad. And so it's it's probably... He's probably not confirmed until after the last... Well, the 10th is this game. week. Yeah, but it's probably the fourteenth where where because that they'll play the last round of Premier League games because someone could get injured there then and then go for the confirmed one off around that fourteenth November mark I'd say. Okay, all right, yeah, and um, yeah, Jordi Two Flash just confirmed. Uh, Miggy has only scored four in a row. In a row, um, and it was because of the the game at Old Trafford. Um, so yeah, oh, yeah. Um, well reminded, uh, brilliant stuff. So, yeah, so he's a lot further back in the record than we thought. But, look, he scored he scored eight goals this season, which is just... I, I think I put... At his most, I think, I thought he'd score eight or nine. I think he's going to get into double figures this season, the way he's yeah. playing. They're quite comfortable. Yeah. So. That would yeah. be unbelievable. Like, from where he was again and his records before that, yeah. Unbelievable. Look, do you, do you want to give... Woody a rating because he played 45 minutes. We don't normally rate the subs, but should we give Woody a, a rating? Yeah, why not? Okay, well, I, okay, Woody come on at halftime. I'm I'm his biggest critic. I always criticize Wood at the pace, and you know, uh, I'm it's backing over with Martin and myself on, on, on Wood. But um, he came on, uh, he, he scored that goal, and he also got his head in on the 86 minute, as I mentioned in the the walk through again at the, of the game. So I'm giving Woody an 8.25. Right. Okay. I'll give Wood an 8. Um, I thought he did really well. I thought he held up the ball well. I thought he won a number of flick-ons, ran himself into the ground, scored a great goal. Defensively, he was winning headers and, and in those defensive roles to keep them out for as long as possible. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give him his flowers for this one. He, he deserves an eight for that. Well done. Wow, a lot of flowers have been given out. By, they, when when they deserve today. to be handed out, Daz, they need to be handed out. <laughs> Look, we've, we've been in... How, how long have we been giving match ratings and opinions on Newcastle players under the Bruce years and giving twos, ones, fours, yeah, sixes, yeah, yeah. barely getting above eights, and now we're giving eights and nines. And to be fair, it brings me to a to a comment that um, that, that I, I can't remember who put it out. Well, well, while you're looking for the comment, I just say uh, you can hand out those flowers because I like yourself. I'm a hay fever sufferer, so you you can hand them out. I'm staying well clear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made so well dosed up for that. Um, but it was Yano that mentioned he put, let's get real. We, we conceded a goal, gave up numerous chances, and you scored the back four eights and nines. Well, look, we yeah, we did concede a goal. Um, mm-hmm. 
to be fair, for me, um, I, I thought a lot of the back five were very good. Um, and when we've when we've conceded one goal, but yet scored four, it actually been relatively comfortable for most of the game. I think, in, just in my opinion, they deserved quite high marks. But we've got to remember, these guys don't get just marks for not conceding a goal or conceding a goal. Trippier got an assist and was very good attacking-wise. Yeah. Um, Shaw was very good on the board. Botman was defensively solid and didn't give Shea Adams a sniff whenever he was on his side, although his distribution wasn't good, which is why his mark was down. Byrne really was the only one that got a lower grade because he was kind of not destroyed, but he kept getting beat time and time again on that left-hand side. I don't know. Would you would you agree with that, Daz? Or do, would you say we are being sort of over... Um, so oversubscribing with with, with the with the marks. No, well, I just recall that because I, I give my marks to people as I'm watching the game. So what I do is I, I give my marks at halftime and then as it's coming close to the end of the game and our players come off, I'm giving their, their marks then. I'm writing down on, on my sheet of paper. So and maybe I've wrote those marks down before that last goal came in. But um, I still think I still stick by them. And um, they've, had a, they've been on a great run, like conceding only a handful of goals this season. Uh, they deserve it. Um, and yeah, maybe we, like we've, we've been hard on the likes of Murphy and Wilson. But like Wilson only played half the match and he wasn't on, on, on the, the best form as in like he's health wise. And Murphy, you know, he's, he, he's been waiting for his chance. He's got his chance to start and they didn't do much much today that stood out for me so that's why he's getting a um a, a lower mark so yeah i i, just, I can i can justify it i think uh from from um from what we, we've given i i i think that they're they're pretty fair the marking system we've, we've used yeah definitely uh george two for life said thursday afternoon is, um, is the announcement of the squad so yeah <clears throat> okay um sounds about right with regards to the 10th but then um, he, he can change it then I presume because look at some players could be get injured over that weekend and then he he finalize it then on the 14th or something like that. Yeah, there's normally yeah, there's normally a little moment in which things can yeah. get changed. Uh so yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Cheers for putting that out, guys. Appreciate it as always. Yeah, but you might because I know Eddie Howe said it um, on Sky before the game as well that like uh, that he talks to Wilson about England, but his priority is Newcastle and, and and doing the business for Newcastle, and then that can lead to England. But if he gets put in the squad, uh, he still has, has to go full help or leather in, in in the the game against Chelsea, and you don't want him seeing him getting injured, but you also want him to give hundred percent. I'm sure he will uh, first. So I don't, I don't actually like that that they're announcing the, the squad before the, the last rounds of games. Yeah, uh, it, it can it can go either way. It can boost the player and really motivate them um, to give everything. But yeah, it can go the other way for certain players, and they can kind of like hold. You'll probably find this next weekend. There'll be a lot of players who are so close to the World Cup, who are yeah. on the peripheries of things. Bruno's one of them as well because he's yeah, in the start. That it kind of they, they start kind of playing within themselves. I hope we don't see that from Newcastle because Chelsea's a massive game. Someone else in the chat earlier on today um, mentioned it. In fact, we've got it here. It's Keith. Uh, Chelsea winless in their last four Premier League games, lost to Arsenal, Brighton, drew to Man United, um, and Brentford. 
and have a tough kind yeah. of couple of week game this week away at Man City playing before Newcastle. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's not easy for Chelsea, you know. They, they, and I'll be honest with you, for anyone that watched that game today against Arsenal and they were at home, they did not look good at all. They really did not look good. Um, they were not impressive. So if we're on it, if we've got the crowd behind us, the war flags, the boys are up for it 100%, there's no reason why we can't go and win it. And I suppose as well, Pete, like the Chelsea players are going to be in the same situation. There's a very a few of them heading to the World Cup as well, or and will be named in squad. So, you know, it's 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 an even playing field uh, when it comes to that. That that's really it on the rating. So let's maybe go to the, any questions that have come up, Pete. Yeah, there's been a few that have popped up. Um, question from Russ: Tattoo if Miggy breaks <laughs> if <he> breaks the <laughs> record there. I think it's like if he's on four and he's got like 12 or 13 to break, yeah, that, that would probably warrant uh, a tattoo. And I think Russ also had it in that he was going to get a, a tattoo as well. And hold my hand if, if uh, Newcastle won the league. That's probably what I'd, I'd sign up to as well. But um, <laughs> note, I'm signing up to these, not the one I was forced into before. Um, <laughs> I was nominated for Yeah. But uh, yeah, interesting, Russ. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, not necessarily a question, but a comment from Ian. Uh, we still have Isaac to come back. Yeah. We, we keep we do forget this sometimes that Isaac is is only played what three games for us. Sixty million pound signing. Um, he's better to kick the ball. Um, it is it's crazy to think. Um, absolute madness. It really is. But there, uh, um, and he said he's getting silly now. What the hell is going on? He's <laughs> absolutely right. Um, right. Uh, this is just one for me and Chris really quickly. Yes, our children both, well, mine support Newcastle. I think one of his boys supports Everton from right. But clearly Summer, yeah. who comes on our show all the time, clearly she's a she's a Toon fan. There's no <clears throat> doubt about it. Um, yeah, and and my little boy supports Newcastle as well. Um, yeah, he, well, he, he he doesn't know it yet, but he he, he shouts for Newcastle for, with me, so uh, that's the, the main thing. That's as good as being a supporter. Yeah, you know that. Um, right, the life goals, but hi boys. I think the break might actually suit us to get our players fit and rested. People like Miggy aren't going to the World Cup. Do you think it's a good thing? That the World Cup's coming right now, Daz, or do you think, or are you are you someone that thinks, right, you know, we forget the World Cup, we should keep playing and just keep riding the wave? <laughs> yeah, we keep playing when they all bugger off the World Cup. Yeah, um, no, I, I am kind of just a bit disappointed that that the World Cup is happening now, that because the run we're on, but at the same time, when when we come back, um, all these clubs are all the the. The top six kind of clubs are are playing in Europe, so they'll have more games than us, as well as the the domestic competitions to contend with. So um, we're still in a, a good position. My only worry is, right? Uh, it's not a worry, but it's like if if we're going to be getting into Europe, now now we're looking like we're look, looking like we're sitting pretty. That uh, that 
let's say next season, and if we don't qualify for the Champions League and we're in in the Conference League, that we would have snapped our hands off at the start of the season. We won't have as big an advantage to try and get into the top four next season. So if we're going to be going for Europe and we're still in those positions, let's keep it going. Let's try and get into the Champions League first off and bypass all the other the other European competitions. We won't be disappointed if we, if we get get to those. But um, it, it's it's the advantage we have of not having to play European games now. Um, where we, we probably won't have that advantage next season. So we need a bigger squad, of course, as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right. We will. Um, definitely. We something we, we need to prepare for. But look, I think we, we more than trust Eddie Howe in, in, in Ashworth and Eels to make sure that we, we have that squad ready if and when, or more so when we get European football. Certainly the way we're playing at the moment it has to be within that consideration. Um yeah, Mark again said, you know, not a question, but third place. Who would have thought this 12 months ago? Trust the process. Any white's black and white army. You're absolutely right. Um, uh, David R., I'm assuming you're at the game today. It says drinks off flowing in Southampton tonight, lads. That was pretty special. Away end, absolutely rocking. Um, nice. David, if you were there, uh, I am yeah, supremely jealous of you. Um, I would have been loving, I would have loved to have been dancing in the rain, um, uh, supporting the boys as they, they put on that um, brilliant performance. And, uh, and But look, um, I'm glad you were there. Um, you've got any pictures or anything, please send them across so we can share them on your behalf. Uh, that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, Rich mentioned this. I don't know if you noticed this, Daz. He put Botman look fuming. When he lost his clean sheet, Elliot Anderson and Mankalio well out of position. It was actually burn. We talked about that earlier, Rich. But yeah, did you see Botman's reaction, Daz? Um, no, I, 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 no, I didn't. Uh, I didn't see Botman's reaction. But I suppose, yeah, that's right. Mankalio had come on at that stage as well. It was, was down his side. So what was Byrne doing over there? Like, well, it, they'd swap because of the corner. Oh, right. Okay. I, think, I think there was a corner or they were defending a free kick. Some One of the two. And it, what it meant was is that they'd, they'd, they'd ended up having switched positions. Um, I think it might have been a corner because sometimes they they man the, the, the opposite posts. So you've got your favourite foot that comes in to clear it off the line. Um, so I think there were opposite sides. So when the ball's gone out, they've stayed on the opposite side. So Mancleo was left, Burn was right, and they've then not swapped over. So the passenger plays continued. Then the ball's come back over, played through, and Burns been the one on the right hand side, which is, I said it earlier. If they were in the right positions, I don't think we'd have conceded the goal. Yeah. Um, but that's basically what happened. So it wasn't necessarily Mankilio out of position. Uh, it, it, he was essentially, but it was because Burns <clears> should have been there. Um, but Burn reacted quite late to that as well. But again, I think we talked about Elliot Anderson being a little bit off track in terms of tracking the guy um, and yeah. put the ball through. So. Yeah, but, but, yeah, and I'm sure that they'll run through it in, in, in training sessions. They'll play it back and then he will watch it back again with no commentary, as he says. And uh, he, he'll pinpoint toward the, the areas of weakness and, and improve on it. But uh, look at 4 1. We would have taken that. Uh, I, I had this down as a, a, a 1 0 and a victory for first. Uh, I don't know, Chris had, had 2 2. You, I think you had it down as 2 2 0, Pete. So look, to come away with 4, four 1 winners, happy days. Oh, all day. Definitely. Um, I think Mark Todd put, I think someone mentioned that we've broken our record for the longest unbeaten run. 
Don't know if that's true. I don't know personally. Uh, we've got our double uh, O Stato in the in the chat, <laughs> Keith Roll, whether he can confirm that. Yeah. I've, I've, I've got another. I've got another stat, Pete. It was Dominic's uh, sure that put that put it out, and I think uh, Keith could have referred to it earlier in the comments as well. But Newcastle's points total of twenty seven after fourteen games is their best in the top five since ninety six ninety seven season when they finished second. It's the, it's the first time they've had a goal distance of plus seventeen or greater since April two thousand and three. Amazing! How crazy is that? <laughs> That doesn't that doesn't that just show you? So for any of the fans that are old enough, I apologise. Um, I'm certainly in that bracket, um, along with Daz. Yeah. <laughs> Not to tell us how old we are, but uh, but doesn't that t- just tell us how long this has been? And and this has been part of the argument that I've had with Dan Lawless after these games, after the games this afternoon. Is it? I don't think fans of the younger generation realise how good we were back in the early 2000s and even in the 90s. You know, we were teams, we were we had teams that were winning games and scoring lots of goals and having plus goal differences. We've been we've been buzzing if we've been like minus eight, minus seven goal difference at the end of the season. You know what I mean? We're we're yeah. now on plus like 17s into the hopefully into the 20s. Like this is this is what we were like before. And now it's almost like the only time we work like that is under Mike Ashley for those 14 odd years. Now he's gone. It's kind of almost like we're reverting back to type. Yeah. It's like that was always like a like a dark, a dark era in the club's history. And he kind of Definitely stopped on momentum. And then all of a sudden we're going back to where we were before. Like, do yeah. you think is that is that how you kind of feel see it? Uh, no, I wouldn't say we've gone back to where we were before, but I know just from my own personal thing, my my through the my gosh area era was like if we played fourteen, we need to be on fourteen points. Uh, we we need to kind of match our games to the points ratio. Now we're on. We've played fourteen games. We're on twenty-seven. We're nearly double our 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 points total. Like it's it's our points to game total. So we're getting two points a game. Um, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It really is unbelievable. Um, Jordan Two for Life has just said some fans from around the country think the Premier League only started in in two thousand and ten, and it's right. And that's not that is the younger generation, the younger generation of fans, the ones that were old, just old enough to start watching football in two thousand and ten, and now are in their teens, early twenties. Now are in a position that think that football only started back then. Um, and they don't see anything past that point. Um, Ian said, difference is, we've got the best defence in the league, which we have. Yeah. Absolutely right. Um, it, it, absolutely spot on. And, and that, that's, um, that's the difference between, like, the Kevin Keegan era, so whereas um, they scored three, we scored four, or vice versa. Uh, so the, the, this is the difference. We, we have a, such a, a solid defence, and uh, and we, we have, as you've mentioned, we have Isaac, and we have a ASM fit and ready to go now, and we have Shelby back, and we have the January transfer window to to bulk up the squad a bit as well. So like, it's it's all plus plus plus, all all, all plus points ahead. So, and long may continue. Definitely, hundred uh, percent. I'm not sure if we congratulated this on here, but uh, Andy Brett, we might Cheers, have done Andy. it earlier. But, but I think thank we did. You, Andy. Cheers, Andy. But um, appreciate that for the super sticker one ninety nine. 
Um, uh, Premier League record in 2022, played 32, won 19, drew 8, lost 6, 65 points from a possible 96. Wow. Wow. That is, that is European football right there. Yeah, that is. European football right there. Um, absolutely fantastic. Uh, there are some others. Um, uh, would I eat there? Put Chelsea have a lot of players sweating on World Cup calls. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, 110%. Um, Graham. Oh, uh, before Graham. <laughs> He's got it clipped. He's Clip it. got it clipped. Hey, hey look, at, I, I, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd follow up on that one. If Miggy breaks the record of. 13, he's, he's on four or something, so he's got to get scored in another uh, nine games or something like that, and uh, in a row, and uh, we have to win the league. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll follow through on that. You don't even have to clip with Johnny, two for life. Oh, oh, but do when I because <laughs> <laughs> I will try and wiggle out of it, you know, well, well. <laughs> always. Um, you got Keith, who put, I've just double checked NUFC's best Premier League unbeaten record was set in 94 95 season when they went 12 Premier League games unbeaten. Last game of the 93 94 season, the first 11 um, games of 94 95. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Still there to be broken. Okay. Thank you, as always, um, Keith. Cheers, yeah, double O status is always on point. Um, Graham Bowman, welcome, Graham. Nice to have you with us. So, what are your thoughts uh, for January? What are we missing? Baz, what are we missing uh, when we get to January? Um, well, before Chris Wood scored, I had this thought in my head, right? What if Wilson gets injured? What if what if we come to if we're on this continuous run and we're we're um we are still um and now I'm thinking of different positions as well. Uh, we're we're still uh, ch- chasing that top four um and trying to hold on to it. Um, do we need another striker? Or not, but I think we need a young striker to come in, someone that can that can slot in there, that's happy to sit in the bench and ha- happy to get limited game time for for this season, but but would would be more more get more of a run next season uh, a player like that um or kind of a winger slash we can play play up front or kind of can play play on the, the wing so someone to play in the front three really i suppose just in case if if it's the case that that we need um well we are still going for that top four then i suppose do we uh, do we need another uh, defensive a defensive midfielder to unleash bruno a bit um and I suppose also, I've said before, maybe looking at a left back. But again, is it, do you go for this in January or are you going to wait till the summer? I suppose, and, and again, the other thing is, and I'm gone on a bit of a tangent, is you assess what, what, what position, what um, state, how healthy the squad is at the start of the January window and especially close to the end. Have, have kind of ideas in mind if you need to switch something up quick. If someone gets injured and we're going to need a, um, uh, someone to come in or even a loan, look at the loan market as well, just to bulk up that squad to make sure that we get into your... Um, so, yeah, there's, there's multiple permutations, but um, I've, I've, yeah, I've answered I've, I've said a bit of everything. A bit of everything, Graham. That's my final answer. <laughs> I love it. Love it. But, yeah, um, for me, I think... Uh, a ball breaker of a defensive midfielder, 
someone that can just be in there and just be solid. We've got someone like Short Longstaff, Shelby, who are good on the ball, but someone that's like a properly defensive midfielder, someone that can break the play up and keep things solid. And we might not always need someone like that in games, but there'll be some games like maybe even today or, or other games in the future where we need someone just just to kind of sit in front of the back four and just keep things yeah. tight and keep things solid. Someone like that coming in. Um, cr- more creativity. More creativity is what I would say. Where that is, um, you could say either on either wing, right or left. Um, you could have maybe in the number eight position, um, someone who maybe can play in both as a number eight and on either wing. Um, I've always said... Like um, someone that someone, um, springs to mind there. <laughs> yeah, someone that currently plays for Leicester City and is playing <laughs> extremely well at the moment um, yeah. in James Madison would be ideal. Look, whether look, being honest, whether we get him in January or not is another thing. The way he's <clears> playing <throat> right now, it, or it, it kind of, every game he plays well, it makes it more difficult to make that deal happen. Um, you know, someone would be more likely whether Newcastle are going to be willing to put the money down right now to get in is another thing. But there's people in the chat that have talked about Mudrick. Um, I saw something said, today about um, uh, Arsenal might go in again or look at them again, and the, the, they're saying the price has gone up to 60, 65 million now. I, I didn't really click into it, but I just read the headline. Well, I mean, look, we've beat Arsenal to a to a fantastic midfielder yeah, before. Yeah. Um, who's to say we 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 can't do it again? Um, but look, the one thing the one thing I will say uh, there you go. The, the one thing I'll say is that um, Newcastle won't be stuck to just one player. They won't be stuck to a Mudrick. Yeah. Just they won't be stuck to a Madison. Just they won't be stuck to a Musa Diabe. Just they'll be looking at a huge pool of players, and those pool of players will all be of the same level. Um, so if the deal's not right in January for a, a Mudrick, they'll look at a Madison. If it's not right for a Madison, they'll look at a Diabe. They will look at elsewhere. If not, they watched um, they watched the oh, I think now oh, it's gone out of my mind. But but they'll they'll be watching a clutch of players and they will look at and see right. Okay, if we can't buy a player, can we get someone on loan? from a top European side that's playing Champions League football, that's not getting a regular game of football, let's give him six months with a view to buy and we'll have the option to buy. And if he does well for us, do we sign him? Okay. And, and that's what Newcastle do. It'll be an open, an open kind of revolving door of a situation. Let's see what comes about, what money's right. Can we do it? Bang, let's do it. We've got, we know we've got the money to put it down. It's just a case of, Where's the right deal to be done? And look, it is definitely the apocalypse today, Daz, because Yano agrees with me about Madison and I never <laughs> thought I'd see the wow. day. Um, and for that, I'm just going to pour another one of the brandies because it must be it must be that I've had too many of these um, today uh, that Yano agrees. But but you know what, Yano? You know, you... Look, let's be honest. You're, 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 you're a top mod for the, for the channel, but you know football as well. And look... <laughs> Uh, I oh. can't hear you, Pete. <laughs> sorry, I would, uh, sorry it, it went off. Um, what I would say is, is that Yano's a top mod for the channel um, and he knows football. Uh, and regardless of how you feel of a player, so I know that you would know if they were playing well and you would recognise that, that you would say it's a fair play. 
he hasn't said that he'd train him, though. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. He, he is, but but he's recognised that he's playing well. He, he's having a good run at the moment. Yeah, no, he is. I think, I think most people can see a role for him in our team, and the way we play right now. I think there is a role for him in this team. Eddie Howe likes his English-based players. I think Madison would jump at the chance of coming to Newcastle, in my opinion. He should. Um, and just from what I'm hearing. Just knowing you, you know a lot of people in Leicester, and people know people in Leicester. That there is a feeling that that Madison wants wants out. They've not specifically said Newcastle, but they've said he wants out. But he's doing it the polite way. He's doing it the nice way. He's doing it in a respectful way because he respects the club and everything they did for him. They plucked him from Norwich when nobody <clears> wanted him, um, or nobody were willing to pay big money for him. They paid twenty five million for him, so he's trying to do it in the respectful way. So you're not going to see transfer. Uh, you're not going to see transfer requests and all that stuff. You're not going to see him and his agent putting things out in the media like other players, but. There is a genuine feeling, not just from the, the the media, but from people in Leicester who support Leicester, who know people that play for the club or whatever, that he wants out. So yeah. let's see what let's see what happens off the back of that. True. Yep. Let's see what plays out. Do we have any more questions, people, before we do the sponsors and tell people what's happening and wrap up for the night? Um, interest. Not necessarily questions, but points. So, Jordi Tinfly says, even Mark Goldbridge, a Man United um, YouTube channel, um, making comments about us, uh, us being a bad day for Man United, they're really worried now. So, I think what Jordi Tinfly is referring to is that <laughs> making out that it's a bad day, that they got absolutely spanked by Aston Villa, bearing in mind that we beat them 4-0 um, at our place. Um, and on top of that, we then went... And one, yeah. beat Southampton for one. So we, what we've done is, is stretch the gap <clears throat> even further. And, and look at that goal it's, difference between Man United and minus one and us and plus 17. There you go. Um, you know, and then, <laughs> Love then, it. And you look at the array of talent that they've got. They've got the likes of Anthony, which they paid nearly 100 million for. And we, you know, our, our attacking lineup <laughs> was assembled for less than that. So uh, less than one one of their players. Um, so look, we're we're doing things right, and we're now we're, we're we're making people sit up and take notice. Because if I remember, the last few weeks uh, in the build up, even in the build up to the Man U game and beyond, Mark Goldbridge has been laughing off Newcastle's chances and been laughing off the fact that we've been doing well and saying, you know, they're not great, they're not great, blah 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 blah. Talking is down. Now he's talking us up because he knows that we're the real deal. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a, a right old battle. Look at look at even even Liverpool are trying to come come back into the picture now as well. So it, look, it's 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 there's a long way to go, and the, that 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 battle for the, those European slash top four positions is is going to go. It might go to the wire. Um, it, it should be very interesting. Definitely. Last couple of points. Um, in 2015-16, when uh, Leicester won the league, Leicester were in second place with 29 points after 14 games. A case of great stats, as always, from Keith. Eight wins, five draws, one defeat. Similar stats to Newcastle stats this season. Yeah, not, not, yeah. We're not far off that mark whatsoever. So, fair play to that. And then there's a couple of points uh, about um, shows that we're rep loaded and representing in. 
watched the Race for Europe show. He stood up uh, to Lawless and, and done the tune proud um, after today's result. Uh, look, Lawless is fuming. Um, and I said this to Daz off air. He is fuming. Um, and although he's been kicking off with D, who's a Palace fan, he's somehow managed to switch it back to Newcastle. And he's now pointing the finger at Newcastle for the money that we've spent. Apparently, we've bought our success. Um, and I had to point out that we signed Burn for 13 million, Target for 12, Trippier for 12. Um, uh, who else was there? Um, Pope for 10 million, initial fee of three million that we pay for. I had to remind him of this that if that's what if that's what's buying the league, then I'm all for it. Because if that's what you call buying the league is buying those players for those prices, I'll do that all day long. Um, and yet he is having a proper meltdown tonight. He wants he he wants Moyes gone. He wants posh in posh or Vieira. <clears throat> Is, is what the conversation is. But yeah, um, Lonely Mag will be represented on that channel um, at some point this week and we will be going to town on Lawless. There is no doubt about it. So um, yes. Tune right. in for that one. Uh, and of course, uh, we, we have to play West Ham twice. So they're going to be real ding-dong battles and away days will <laughs> be a ding-dong battle. I can see the, the combined 11 being very interesting for that one. Uh... With the popcorn for those ones. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm just going to finish it. on this, Dad. Yeah. Almod, Lisa, <laughs> Colesberg, nice, Big Weekends. Nice. I'm at Trippier, three points, and third in the league. Buzzing. And she, uh, I heard that she met she met uh, Trippier when she was out uh, stalking uh, Colin Wilson. Is that right, Lisa? <laughs> 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 love it, love it. Um, right, uh, look at just let people know. Uh, I'm gonna give a shout out to sponsors first. Shout out to shyburns.com. Simon is almost ready to press that button and release uh, the new merch that's going to be uh, go live uh, proudly this week. Uh, he was ready to go the other day on that. So there will be new, some new loaded gear on the, uh, the site, as well, of course, as the, the range that Simon has in hats, t-shirts, hoodies already. And these only a snapshot of, of what's available from Simon's uh, shyburns.com. And also the, the loaded t-shirt, uh, the way it is, and the uh, other loaded one will be will have some some buddies in the shapes of uh, I you know I'm gonna tell people there's gonna be hoodies there's gonna be hats uh, as well as the, the cups and bottles as well so keep an eye out for that shout out to pins and prints as well and um, to what's available from from pins and prints and uh, so there's a nice little tweet out uh, from pins and prints today on, on that uh, referring back to Bruno's goal in the past one so he's he's got, Going to be busy putting these these uh, posters together. So shout out as well to Machine House and the range that Marty have from Machine House has available in the shape of um, t-shirts and hoodies. Uh, check out the latest from Marty on that one. And also a shout out to the Jordy Rice and Dean and uh, the range that Dean has available. And this is where I normally then also remember to stick on the discount. Uh, if you put in a loaded mag into um, the website, when you're purchasing something, uh, you'll get 10% discount. So uh, use that while it's there. 
also the next shout out to and I know Russ is in the chat because we're going to get in tattoos together when we win the league. Here's <laughs> Russ and and I'll remove this again. Uh, and uh, the radiator shed.com. So we've got no one to put in jail, Pete, apart from ourselves today. Uh, so we're we're locked up. Locked up, but we're happy. We're happy. Um <laughs> And of course, uh, this is the the everything you need to know about Russ. And go go check out the, the website. And uh, when Russ comes down with this, I am going to run through through the website. I have a there ready to go. And of course, there's a range of radiators. Again, these are only a sample uh, from uh, from Russ and the radiator shed. Um, so that is up for the sponsors. Want to tell people as well that um, we will have or we put. I I just set it up. I haven't even got to talk to you guys about it but we'll probably have a loaded cube this week at the moment i've set it up for for tuesday at half seven that might change but that's that's kind of the, the marker i've laid down because we have a lot to talk about um good results and then we're going into the the palace game as well that the cup game i suppose one of the big talking points will be who would you rest and we kind of covered a bit of it at, at tonight but uh so that's probably coming up on tuesday we will have an away days i'm sure pete towards the end of the week for the chelsea game yes um and <clears throat> It's not yet confirmed, Daz, but we might have a cup special away days, um, potentially tomorrow. I'm just waiting on Ooh. someone from Dee's channel. Uh, I don't know if Dee can make it, but um, uh, looking at potentially having an away day special, cup special tomorrow. But uh, uh, I'm sure we'll get a tweet out tomorrow if that's the case. Yeah. I'll find out for sure. I'm just waiting on someone getting back to me. Looking to be about a half seven start. Um, but yeah, there will definitely be an away days for the Chelsea game. Who who is willing to come on and talk after four uh, four games without a win for Chelsea is is going to be the hard part. But, but yeah. I'm sure we're getting away days going. Uh, me and you, Daz, we know some guys that might want to come on. Yeah, we do. I'd, 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 I'd love to see the, the guys. Uh, is it Karim and uh, I know, definitely remember Boogeyman. Looking, yes. to, looking, looking forward to having a chat with Boogeyman if he, if he, if he comes on. But um, yeah, of course. We've got some waiting for them as well, haven't we? Well, we have, we have. Uh, I might, I might even, I might even dig that out and and uh, make it even a little, little bit prettier. But uh, yeah, of course, Boogeyman. Uh, we have to tell the story now. We were when we went on the channel. Um, was before January. It was oh, November or something like that. And they had us relegated. Uh, Boogeyman had us had us wanted us to sign players in November or something like that. And when you can't uh, obviously sign players, but then had us relegated and uh, and really just. Uh, Kiss us goodbye. But I said, like, we said that we'd be back when we were when we're uh, in March when we played them again. And uh, of course, we didn't get to talk to them then. But uh, we sent out the the video anyway. So um, boogeyman, looking forward to catching up. We should be in the championship according to him. Uh, we're flying high ahead of Chelsea. Uh, so how things change. But yeah, looking forward to that. But uh, hopefully that one goes ahead, Pete. And um, also, we probably won't have uh, a, um, a link up with, with uh, Paul from the uh, and the, the the crew from the tune review. You never know. We might, but probably that with all the matches this week, it's going to be hard to to, to book that in. So we'll probably be back the following week, uh, no doubt, with with Paul Hello. again. Yeah, he wasn't very well, was he, last week? Um, well, yeah, hopefully he's, he's feeling better now. Um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's it from what's coming next, really. Again, as always, make sure you subscribe so you'll get to, to see what the latest is happening. And make sure you hit those likes. And the target, as we said, is 350. 350. Oh, just check. Pete's going to check. And make sure as you're leaving, you hit that like button. Yeah, very easy. Uh, you don't have to worry about it then after that. But, um, 
as Peter's checking, I line up our outro, ready to go. Uh, I think, well, there's 174 at the moment, so we're over halfway there. Um, you can do it. Do the right thing. Yes. Um, but thanks, everyone, for, for coming along and, and listening to us tonight. Thanks, everyone, who, who was in the chat and, and uh, played their part in the show as well, their comments and questions. Thanks, everyone, who, who donated to the channel as well. Uh, and, yeah. Thanks, Newcastle, for putting up a great show. Uh, Peace. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for Chris as well. And Richie will be back again next week as well. Uh, It's the day after day, Richie. But uh, that is it. Good night, everyone. How'd you like that? Change it.